you may be overlooking agriculture with the things you're buying at the store. When you're buying groceries, do you consider what the company's mission is and if they align with your values? This includes all products, even your coffee. Maybe it's time to consider mushroom coffee. If anything I, sp- anything I said sparked your interest, this is the podcast to listen to. Welcome to another episode of Long Beach Locals, the only podcast in Long Beach that highlights local businesses and the people behind them. If you enjoy this podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and leave a review. This podcast is brought to you by Active Life. I'm your host, Justin Mosley, and today our guest is agronomist, full-time plant saver, and owner of Shrooms of Stability, Casey Timmons. Casey, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Justin, for having me. So I'd love to hear your 30-second elevator pitch. Who is Casey? Oh, a an elevator pitch for who Casey is. Mm-hmm. Oh, Casey. Oh, if I actually tell you about myself, you'll probably not want to be uh, anywhere near me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> elevator pitch is supposed to draw people in. So Casey Timmons, uh, I am a polymath. Everything interests me and everything has a story and everything intertwines. I'm the type of person who can listen to everyone and combine all that together and say, hey, I think I just heard everyone's voice. Let me recite it back. Was that right? And I usually get everyone to agree. And then you get people who are arguing, realizing that they were on the same side. And that is what I do. Love that. And let's hear the the elevator pitch of Shrooms of Stability. Uh, Do you drink coffee? Of course. Well, what about coffee without any of the negative side effects? That's what Shrooms of Stability is about, is combining the power of roots, mushrooms, and coffee, because we still need that little kick of caffeine. But it milds out the negative effects like heartburn, indigestion, that acidic feeling, jitters, and the crash, actually detoxifying in the body, which is causing the sluggishness and activating the ATP uh, in your mitochondria with the nutrients like copper, iron, sulfur, and magnesium to elevate your whole entire performance on a cup of coffee. Damn. Where did you learn to start diving deeper into this type of realm? I've always just found myself in the soils and the plants uh, and then when it came to actually coffees, that was like a lot of people's first encounter with a lot of coffee college. Mm-hmm. Where do you feel like wh- it was the most fundamental piece to come up with this type of formula? It was way before the formula was invented, way before the mushroom coffee was invented. It was a time around 1415 when I was sleeping through class. <laughs> And I didn't have a problem with that, except for the fact I was really tired. Like, I had to sleep through class. I had to figure that out. Some of my age should have had, uh, that age should have had a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. So I started going into diet that was causing it. I found all my family's um, hereditary health problems were not hereditary. We just shared the same eating habits, same exercise habits, same way we walked and used our bodies. Endless cycle. Endless cycle. And then I started learning about this, and it drove me, dro- drove me deeper into different diets. And I found out it was even deeper than that. It didn't matter what diet you had, as long as the food was clean, organic agriculture. What made good organic agriculture was good soils. And my study since then eventually brought me to detoxing my body with roots, adding it to coffee so I don't get the negative side effects. And here we have a product today. That's really interesting. You know, I feel like a lot of people wouldn't even take in consideration how important the soil is. But meanwhile, that's what's also helping 
the roots stay down and that's what's keeping everything together. When did that become like the first thing of, you know what, let me look at the soil before trying to look at the bigger picture of everything. Yeah, that was 15 as well. Mm. Um, you know, when I was 15, I was either um, at school, sports, or I was home researching on the computer in between playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> I, I could imagine the things you were stumbling across the internet as well was everybody was giving their different opinions. Everybody's, everybody tells you how this organic is better than that one. Meanwhile, they're both supposed to be organic without all these different types of ingredients that are toxic causing and things like that. What has been some of the most profound things you've come across with the products that are sold in day-to-day grocery stores? Yeah. Um, this is the importance of picking up books that have citations on every page with scientific research. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to tell you the real facts. At that time, I, re- I re- already remember the organic lettuce that we're all eating. It's like the first thing you would see. Oh, wow. Organic lettuce. It's the same price as the regular one, pretty much. 80% of it was grown by one company. It's one company that just converted their industrial agriculture land into regular uh, organic reg- uh, lettuce production using organic approved chemicals that were actually killing the fish, the microbes, everything there that were um, neurotoxins to humans. And they're just spraying that chemical, which is a little bit less harmful than the chemical they were using conventionally but they'd spray it twice, three times, four times as often because it's a little bit less uh, effective. So essentially, we were eating the same food for a little bit more expensive. Yeah, and they had everybody thinking that they were doing something on the right path, but meanwhile, didn't have anything. You weren't pushing the needle any more in a better direction. Yeah, and it's unfortunate because everyone doesn't have the time to do their research and find out a company like Earthbound is, you know, the Mm -hmm. same as... The, the, the other large companies mm. and they shouldn't have to do that research. That's why we need companies to actually do that research and provide the transparency. So the consumer go, okay, I can trust this company. I can actually get the real stuff. And it's frustrating for a lot of people too, because it's one of those things where you want to meet uh, an entrepreneur and an activist in the middle, but sometimes the economy and capitalism won't allow it to get to that point. Cause some people may not have the luxury of spending the money and, being in that same realm of like, okay, I could just choose that organic or not so organic. Have you stumbled upon some things that were better alternatives for other people, like for people or good ways to notice a better alternative? Uh, I think about that question. uh, I'd say is actually a very difficult thing. Um, Any consumer who does have any kind of awareness and the money if they're not actually spending their money towards those products, I know that they're then actively doing harm because they're taking their money and saying, I am now paying for this farmer to destroy their soil. They're doing that. That information is out there. So I look at those people and say, do better, not just do better, do good. They're not, people are not doing good Mm -hmm. and the people, who can't afford it i've noticed um growing up the people who i was around that were actually investing in this were the people you think couldn't afford it or shouldn't have been able to afford it Mm -hmm. yet they knew that their quality of health was more important um or just being aware and knowing that your decisions actually do make an effect on this planet Mm -hmm. you don't have any say if you're not actually spending your dollars 
whatever dollars you have towards the good. Right. And that's a good point that you say that because a lot of people could even be a uh, unconscious ignorance. You know, some people are, will not even think twice about the things that they're putting into their body or buying, consuming, all the above. And or just the people who are, I know what's happening. I know what it is, but it's not in my front of my brain to be thinking mm. and considering it so much, which is a sad topic. You know, a lot of people you wish you could educate everybody in this planet, but then you try helping too many other people and they may not always find it as valuable as you may find it until it's too late kind yeah. of thing. And it's like, why does it have to get to that point? Yeah. And this is where I differ with activists. I see where the world really is. I'm a pessimist, but a pessimist, as a pessimist, I see where the, the problems are. I see them as problems. I don't get hopeful. Oh, maybe everyone will change their mind if I just yell at them and make them feel bad. I know yelling at uh, making people feel bad makes them immobile mm -hmm. and anxiety induced. That's where the term climate anxiety comes from. It's, it's hurting people. I realize, okay, if people are just going along with these big companies, then you have to become a big company and do the good. That's how the world is working. Um, activists are just trying to say the world should work different. That's ridiculous to me. I agree. And you made a fantastic take on your blog, on your website, where environmentalists are being very anti-human, focusing on majority of the negatives. And the point that you made was that in order for us to have a stronger drive to act in harmony with nature, we need to make that meet in the middle where entrepreneurs and activists understand we're on two completely different sides, but we're on the same mission where we want things to be good for the most part. Mm. And we want to find a solution. How do we do that is meeting people in the middle, which is something you're doing, which is really cool because you're acknowledging it. You're telling people I'm meeting you where you're at. I hear what you're saying and I hear what you're saying. This is an, this is an option. Not saying it's the solution, it's an option. Yeah. What else, how much thought have you considered into that where it was really that meeting people where they're at? Uh, a lot of thought, a lot. Um, you know, going back, to, we, we can be pessimists. Oh, people are just going to remain ignorant and keep with their same habits. That's great. Or we can be an activist who's saying, Change all your habits now. Be a completely different human. And then look at the the current corporations and current government structures and saying, oh, you've got to change. You've got to do all this. Great. But they're still led by people who don't have the heart. Mm -hmm. So, like, we want to give power to people without the heart. Well, that's not making any sense. S activists, stop doing harm. Really evaluate because I think the activist really wants to healthy planet i think they want in terms of people's health uh, in terms of economic health in terms of um, environmental health i think they want that but they're advocating for things against it where the entrepreneur can come in say okay people are not going to all start taking green supplements people are not all going to start eating microgreens mm -hmm. people are not all going to start rushing to their local farmers but everyone is drinking their cup of coffee mm -hmm. We can make coffee out of mushrooms or this and that and make it taste nothing like coffee. We could do that. And it works because there is enough people who are now go or some people who are going, yeah, I'll try something new. But we have to leverage the average human being who is busy, doesn't have time to do their own research, 
wants the best for themselves, wants the best for their family, um, is on a budget and all that and say, you drink coffee? Yes. Do you want it to still taste like coffee? Yes. Do you want to change up how you make coffee? No, I do not. Okay. Here's a coffee. It's going to taste like coffee. It's going to brew like coffee. And it's going to do all the environmental benefits and health benefits personally that you need. You don't have to change anything. And I think that's really cool that you came up with that idea of, all right, meeting this person where they're at may even be as, it doesn't, it seems small to some, but it's at a much larger degree. Where can we meet majority of these people at? And that's starting with a cup of coffee. Yeah. Do you cup, call it um, a cup of Joe or do you call it a cup of stability? Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, it is a cup of stability. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was calling it coffee, but I think I'm going to start calling it, hey, I'm having my cup of stability. Cup of Want stability, a cup of stability? Yeah. I, I was looking at that the other day and I was like, oh, I actually didn't think about that. I was always wondering, like, do you switch it up or is there another idea for calling it? But now I know. Yeah. Justin, can I offer you a cup of stability? I'd love a cup of stability. Let's do it. Let's give it 30 seconds. For context, Casey is making his uh, coffee right now for us. All of his products are in front of us, and I'm really excited to try it. Something about myself, I don't tr um, recommend anything until I try them, and I'm really excited to try this. I've, after looking over his website and blog, his mission is dedicated to the consumer, helping them, helping the community, helping in the environment, and doing what's best and what is right. Amen. Amen. <laughs> That, uh, that actually means so be it. Just so be it. So when you say all that, that's what I want in the world, so be it. So be it. Just wishing into reality. I like that. Mm -hmm. And that's what I also appreciate about the product so much is how much effort, time, energy has gone into the mission of the product itself. Yeah, uh, right down to the color on our product. It's calming. It's soothing. Uh, my mother hand paints the bags and it's calming and soothing for her. So that's going energy is going to be transferred to the person buying it. Uh, then uh, our logo is all about healing and regeneration on it. The, the words that we're trying to use is all about healing. It's very intentional to get the people to really understand what's going on, whether it's consciously or subconscious everything we believe has to be towards that mission. Mm -hmm. We can't just, hey, I got some organic coffee and organic this, I put it in a bag, look, this is a health product. No, it's gotta be the whole entire thing. Otherwise, you're not building a, a, a stable brand. You're building something that's 10% stable mm -hmm. and sustainable. Um, and you're just greenwashing the rest of the way. We didn't want to greenwash. We wanted to, every part of this process to be about that healing because mm -hmm. that's the only thing that will bring us to a stable future. Um, you know, environmentally, economically, in terms of disease and all that, we need commitment uh, that's 100%. We can't have be, you know, half doing anything anymore. And that goes for majority, literally every company at this point. Everybody is typically looking for that fast way out. How can we make this faster? How can we make it rapid in production? But the quality isn't the top concern anymore. It's yeah. just a matter of feeding the masses. And that's where, again, you said meeting people where they're at and understanding like why 
these type of things are produced are out there in this world and educating. Yeah. Yeah. Educating people um, and understanding that the reason why people don't know what they need to be doing right now and, you know, forgiving them, not think of anyone being a terrible and awful person. Um, but if, if you help want to help them all throughout their process, you're going to actually make some change rather than if you're really forceful about it, you'll get the, the, the lunatics, the, the fanatics mm -hmm. uh, about it. Um, and fanatics are great if they're doing hundred percent, but if you only get 10 out of a thousand people, that's 1% change. But if you get 10% over that whole, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, 10% over the thousand. So a thousand people with 10% change. Well, that's still 10%. That's 10 times the amount of change, even though it looks like people haven't made that much of a difference. Right. And that's something that we do a lot as well is learning how to meet these people where they're at, wherever it is they may be. People come from all different walks of life, and some people may not even just have that education. The education may be out there, but sometimes they don't even know where to look. They don't know who to ask. They don't want to seem silly asking the question. And that's definitely a, an opportunity for improvement with everybody in their bus respected businesses. Sure. That is really freaking good. Cheers, Justin. Cheers. Wow. Isn't that really easy to now be a good, sustainable person? I'm afraid that I won't drink the same coffee I've been drinking ever again. You'll feel good, too. Wow. That's really freaking cool. How many times, not even just times, but how much trial and error went into making this formula? I started selling it the first batch, and there's always learning, so then extra learning has gone into it. Um, I started really easy. I, I did a mathematical ratio where I knew that something delicious would have to come out of it, and it did. Now, uh, actually, a recent batch I made today, the only thing different, I figured out how to make a better roast on the dandelion and also do it in a shorter time. So that's better for me you, when I'm making yeah. <laughs> it, but it's also better than I'm using less energy to make the same amount of right. product. And there's a lot of energy that's going into this because, like you said, you have your family getting involved with it. You have people helping you with the designing all the way down to the way it looks and straight to the product. You mm -hmm. know, like you put a lot of effort, time, energy, and education into learning how to do this because a lot of it's hard for a lot of people to say that they do such a thing and for you to be putting so much into it. I admire that. I have the ability to do it, so therefore I should take advantage of that. Empowering ecology through economy. That is the 360 promise. Tell me a little bit deeper on that. Oh, that phrase came through a conversation with my friend Aaron Perry. Uh, I'm an ambassador for his environmental organization called Why on Earth. And we think that the two words are opposed. At least activists will have us think that. But it's eco-onomy. Eco-ology. So one is a study 
of the eco and one is the actual trade of the eco. What is eco? Eco is oikos, Greek word meaning home. So home is actually a very internal place. However, it is also the connection to the environment. That's why we use druidic symbols because the druids knew that their heart was the same heart out in the environment. There is no separation. So that's how deep the word eco goes. We are all one. Now the ecology the eco or the ecosystem is how all that works together. System means it all works together to produce something. It's continually going. It's never staying as one thing. It's always changing and evolving. The, and then the uh, economy is the trading of all those things within the system. So the economy is the trade of the natural materials we have and how we can process them. Nature already does that. Mm-hmm. The plants in here are part of the economy because that tree, when I'm going to produce a fruit that these humans will like and get addicted to, so I'm going to mine these minerals for that. And a farmer realized that, okay, I'm going to gather some people to now process this bean and get it out there. So this, the ecology is the basis of the economy. And we can learn then from how the natural ecosystem is trading to mimic our economy around that. But right now, where our economy is not aligned with the ecosystem is that that tree, sure, it does produce this fruit, but there's waste products like the leaves, there's waste products that is the the shell, the husk, and even the coffee grinds. That would normally go back into the the soil, soil, yeah, not directly to the tree. It's going to feed fungi. It's going to feed protozoas and then algaes and all this life. And it keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger, eventually to a tree, but eventually to um, some kind of jungle cat. We miss that mark and we're in what's called an uh, extractive economy, right? So we're extracting and then we're just piling up those wastes into a landfill. We're also then piling it up into large bank accounts, into stocks, uh, into large, ridiculous real estate that goes uninhabited. We're, we're extracting and we're keeping it there. But then if this, all that wealth, went back to building the soil, into the soil ecology, we would produce a very fertile, arable planet that would have so much food, there are no more... Uh, be no more need for wars. Syria was a lot about starvation. People are starving. The city had to close down and say, we cannot feed our population. Civil war begins. Other countries get involved because one, one country hurts, the rest of the world hurts. We're all one. We're all connected. So war would not ha- be an issue. The carbon up in the atmosphere, everyone's complaining about, the activists are yelling about. It should be living carbon in the soil right now it's dead carbon that's why we're dying but we have to make it living soil makes it living so we have to relearn our eco- economic structure from the ecology and then all solution um all will be fine all these problems we have are made because we extract and we just uh we've separated ourselves from nature i think that's a really interesting and cool point that you make is because 
we as a society is o- are always looking to skip a step. We always want to get to the fa- the end result as fast as possible, whether that be money, capitalist, uh, capitalism, um, or just a overall reward. For you to say the, the us not taking advantage of what the soil is providing us and giving us and the extras and what we're doing is really just extracting stuff and not getting the full ability of it is us skipping a step. Mm. And you make a great point because there's also so much more down the line that could potentially even lead to more money for people, you know, where it's not so much waste anymore. There's not as much of landfill. Mm. Potentially there will be things that need to be waste, but there's ways to take take it and use it to the best of its ability. And that's a really interesting point that you make. Yeah, you're, you were really on the money when you said we're not getting the fullness out of it um oh yeah and um we're losing so much value and if you want to talk job creation just in building this soil how many unemployed men do we have in this country how many depressed men do we have in this country how many single men do we have in this country we can employ them all we can make the money to keep them employed to keep them fed to make them love themselves we'd really actually be their whole internal ecosystem we changed because they're working within this environment. Um, they would become desirable men. Uh, that's, that's how deep this stuff goes. And that's why it's important to put your dollar into the right products, into the right companies, because the economy would be different. If you invest in people who are playing to the, the rules of this economy, a hundred percent, we will continue to be in the cycle. And I 100% agree. There's a, And that's where the shop local comes into play. That Huge. doesn't always mean all locals may have the same idea as you, but it gives people more of an opportunity to educate themselves with the people like you who are doing the extra work and for you to explain to them and having a platform as well to be able to speak your mind on that. <laughs> a lot of people don't take the time. Founders may think, oh, this is a cool product. How much more is there to give into it? Mm. Uh, I, I laughed, I'm laughing at myself of how absurd um, and uh, I am. And I don't think everyone should be like me and think like me. Yeah, I want to do something that's on a huge grand scale, but local business owners who are committed to their community, who are doing the best they can because there are real restrictions. It's difficult. You do have to make choices in that. But they're, they're committed to their community. That's brilliant. They are so important. They are some of the most important people on this planet. I say most important because really we all are. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm thankful to every, every job that everyone picks up and says, I'm doing this for you know, someone greater than myself. Right. It's just a bigger purpose that goes way beyond yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's a responsibility that you're taking on. And mm. that goes for everybody who's providing a service that's supposed to be meant for someone else. Yeah. You know, like for our role, it's supporting people and giving them this world-class support and a, be a positive social influence on them that they get compelled so much that they're like, this isn't motivation anymore. This is, I'm so inspired and w- want to do this because I know the brighter side of it instead of uh, I have to do this and it is this way because of X, Y, and Z. How has the Long Beach community reacted to your product's mission? Oh, they're wonderful. Um, they ask questions. They hang out when I'm out 
at the farmer's market. Uh, they look forward to buying the product because they know how much it helps them. And they do express that they have a care for, for more than them. It's a unique community like that. You know, this is really one of the best cups of coffee I've had in a very long time. So, And I'm not just saying that because we're on air. This is like... I'm going to buy a bag right after this. <laughs> I'm glad I could offer yeah, that cup to you. That was amazing. What would you like to leave the viewers off with? Stay calm, cool, collected. Start with small changes. Know that whatever you're doing, like that's where you are. That's where you should be. That's okay. And finding stability in who you are right now is the first step into then allowing yourself to think about these larger ideas that are um, can sometimes almost feel disempower us because how big they are. Mm. So be very stable and happy and thankful for what you have. Then start looking to make those small changes like shopping local. Spend that extra dollar or two to buy the products local. Those really small things really do add up and all that will uh, accumulate. So yeah, don't, don't overthink it. Um, I think that's, that's a simple message. Just really accept who you are and just, just that will allow you to become a little bit better and better as um, being a good human being. And that'll resonate with a lot of people as well because it goes far beyond, like you said earlier, than just yourself. Doing one small kind act leads into another small kind act that it compels another person to be like, that was really cool, let me do something for somebody else, and so on and so forth. Yeah, I mean, this, when these local businesses at a farmer's market make a sale, they feel really good. Mm -hmm. So you actually just empowered them to keep going. Like These effects do compound. And when you start slowly in your practice of doing good, it becomes a lot easier for you to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, just know, like, you don't have to start huge right away out of the bat. But you also have to keep in mind that the target for what being a good, responsible human being is, the bar is pretty high. So keep aiming for that, but really just stay stable and be grateful for who you are now. Yeah, have a cup of stability while you're at it. Yeah. Um, where can the viewers find you? Uh, I'm in an underground cave and at an yeah. undisclosed location. <laughs> uh, they can find me on Instagram. Brand new Instagram handle because we got removed twice as a business. We are Root and Rise Coffee. No spaces, all words like Root the word and spelled out, Rise Coffee. You can go on YouTube to find the Health 360 podcast. And you can find our products where you can learn more about us at shroomsofstability.com. Casey, thank you so much for joining us today. It was an absolute pleasure. Thank you for your uh, really inquisitive questions. Yeah. <laughs>